When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey! Yes, UFC 287 is about to heat up in Miami as the former middleweight king, Israel Adesanya, looks to regain his title from nemesis kickboxer Alex Pereira. Izzy has described this one as his imminent moment. You only get one shot, so don't miss your chance to blow. The opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Yes, we know those words only too well. The stakes could not be higher. And Ravindra Hanuya in the sky, is a Sky Sports journalist and joins us on the line this morning. Morning, Rev. You'll be excited about this one. Morena, I sure am. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, interesting watching Pereira and Adesanya talk about each other and Pereira looks like he's trying to bully Izzy out of it. Is that how you see it? Yeah, kind of. I, I think in their last fight leading up to UFC 281 in New York at the end of last year, it wasn't so much of that. But now Alex Pereira, you know, he is the champ now. He's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. So he does kind of hold, you know, the bragging rights to do that a little bit. But I do think... Um, ultimately, that there is a lot of respect between these two fighters as well. Great to have you on the program on Good Friday, Rev. Really appreciate it. Is the ultimate result for the UFC actually Pereira to hold on to the belt? Because is he's fought so many people in this weight division? Where do they go to after this if he does regain it? You know what, that is the golden question. And it's it's easy to see, you know, yeah, you're right, Alex Pereira kind of has a pass after this fight if he carries on with that title, or even if he doesn't. You know, he's got a whole division to fight. He hasn't faced, you know, the likes of Robert Whitaker and, and Jared Cannonier and all those guys at the top of the middleweight division. But as you say, Israel kind of has. He's cleaned everybody out and started to lap the division. So, I mean, yeah, it would be more exciting in terms of a pathway for Alex Pereira, but he's already talking about leaving the division. So he's looking about moving moving up potentially to light heavyweight. So that's a possibility for him. And if Izzy does um, recapture the title, where does he go? What does he do and who does he face? We see Robert Whitaker has come out in social media saying that he's waiting in the wings. But, you know, that's a fight that I don't think anyone really wants to see again because Izzy beat him twice. So it'll be really interesting to see, win or lose for Israel, where he goes from here because at this moment, no one really knows. Rev, we uh, spoke earlier on the week about Izzy's preparation for this fight with Pereira. He seems to be more focused. He's not as jovial and, I guess, upbeat and, you know, throwing throwing out verbal bombs as he used to. Have you seen it like that too, that, he's, that his focus is really nailed down to making sure that he gets a job done? 
Oh, absolutely. And I think well, that's one thing that works in Alex Pareda's favour, is that it doesn't even matter what Izzy says. He doesn't know English, so he's not, he's not catching what Izzy's throwing anyway. And I think Israel kind of knows it's a, it's a waste of his breath anyway. But, you know, that's what a title loss will do to you. It'll, it'll humble you. So I, I really do think that that is his um, you know, approach to this fight. And I had a uh, caught it all with him yesterday um, in Fight Week in Miami. And he does, his wairua feels very, very different. It's a lot more sombre. It's a lot more uh, matter of fact, straight to the point. He's not really worried about the outside noise. He's just laser focused on this fight, which he needs to be, um, because he has a lot to prove in this fight. We got a text here. It's a great text. It's uh, very backhanded from Ollie. He says, hard to listen to casuals talk MMA. It's Kempi and me. Um, Izzy accidentally <laughs> gave, gave his game plan. He's taking him down to hold one wrist while punching his head in. Ollie, I don't really know what that means. Um, Ravinder, <laughs> do you, can you break that down for us? And, and is he right? Or what, like, actually in X's and O's, how can Israel Ladasanya get the bunny off his back and beat Pereira? Yeah, that, and that's a golden question. And I think the one thing that works in Israel's favour is, of course, he's faced him now. He's faced, I mean, he's faced him, you know, prior as well in, in their kickboxing days, but he's met him in the UFC. He's met him in a title fight. He's seen him, he's felt him, he's smelt him, and he knows everything about him now. So how can he beat him? So that's, you know, the next um, phase of this uh, chapter. I think what he was doing in the last fight was working. You know, he all four, you know, four rounds won that fight and lost it at the end. So it wouldn't be um, surprising to see Izzy do and approach the fight how he did in New York. Perhaps he needs to do it this time with a little more urgency, with, you know, knowing what's going to come back at him. We did see Izzy take um, Pereira down. Pereira also took Izzy down, but we both know that they're not wrestlers. Will Izzy use that? I'm not too sure because it looked like towards the end of the fight, Izzy doing that takedown and hitting him while he was on the ground and taking his back, it really exhausted him and fatigued him. So you have to be wary of that. When you take a fighter down in a fight, it really does tire you out, especially if that's not your forte. So I expect to see perhaps the threat of takedown. I'm not too sure that Izzy will commit to those takedowns throughout the fight if he's having success on the feet. Yeah, he will He will have success on his feet, Ollie, and he'll stay there, mate. Um, trust me. Just on the other other belts, you've got Georgie Mazdavel uh, up against Gilbert Burns. How do you see that one going? I'm backing Gilbert Burns on this one, although I am a big Jorge Masvidal fan. And this month, on April 20th, Jorge Masvidal is celebrating 10 years with the promotion. That is a really long time, mm. but I do feel, in his, I mean, his last three fights he's lost and he hasn't really evolved his style. And you kind of get to that point in your career where, you know, that evolution kind of stops. He's also got a lot of things going on in the background. He's also a promoter for his own um, Gamebred FC promotion now. So he's a CEO in his own right. So he's got a lot of things going on, whereas Gilbert Burns, I think, is in his prime right now, later in his career. He's got he's surrounded by his family. He's laser-focused. He had this fight against um, Chimaev not too long ago where he actually lost that fight, but it was very controversial, and no one's even come that close against a fighter like Chimaev. So he's in his prime right now, and I'm really backing Gilbert Burns to go all the way. He's fifth uh, in the welterweight um, division and is a real threat um, to the new welterweight champion, Leon Edwards, if he plays his cards right. I love that division. I think it's got some really good moving parts. And Leon Edwards, I love what he's doing, saying that he's the champ and he's not going to let Dana White push him around. Who's the biggest punisher in the USA at the moment? Who's the, who's the guy that is just an absolute pest? Because that Kobe Covington is a, is a 
casual. God, he he absolutely grinds my gears. I just think he's such a humiliator. <laughs> Who's the one that you just hear? When you hear Spark Up, you're just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I probably have to agree with you there, Colby Covington. You know, for a guy who has never been the champion, who's been drifting around in the top five, you know, he lost to Kamaru Usman, and, and he still has those, you know, he still has the mouth, he still has the bravado yeah. um, to really pee you off. Yeah, but, you know, he plays the part well. And at the end of the day, you know, sometimes being that character gets you those fights. It puts bums in seats and it sells pay-per-views. And for a lot of these fighters, you know, that's their bread and butter. So he's doing something right, so he's peeing us off, but, you know, it's working in his favour. But I'd, I'd have to say Colby Covington is most definitely up there for me. It's, it's hard to say who the big punishers are at the moment because all the titles are changing hands quite often these days. Like, I think last year there were five changes of champions. So it's quite hard um, to, to, to point out one person. And then, of course, you've got Conor McGregor, you know, slipping back in <laughs> via the Ultimate Fighter uh, series. So I'd, ha- I'd have to say Colby Covington is right up there for me, and I don't think Conor McGregor is quite done yet. All right, Rev, just before we let you go, give us your uh, your picks for the rounds for the undercards and the main main event. Well, I had a really good conversation with featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky last week, and he convinced me of an Israel Adesanya KO TKO win in the third round against Alex Pereira, so I'm gonna I'm gonna back that prediction. Nice Outstanding. Very, very nicely done. Hard to disagree, Ollie. What about you? Give us a call, Ollie. Be brave. Pick up the phone. Remember, <laughs> you can watch that. Thanks, Rav. You can watch this on Sky Arena from 2 p.m. on Sunday, UFC 287, available to watch there. Ravinder Hunia does fantastic work in that mixed martial arts space for Sky TV, Kempi. Go on, Izzy. Yeah, that's oh, such a good talk. I'm, there. I'm all excited. Neeps is jumping out of his skin in there. Let's just hope he makes it to let's just hope he makes it to Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's it's a long way to go, Neeps. I want to get in the ring with with Joe. Maybe we'll go sort that out.